heavenly day All the clouds blew away I got no trouble today With anyone The smile on your face I live only to see Cause it's enough for me, baby It's enough for me Your heavenly day Heavenly day Tomorrow may rain with sorrow But here's a little time we can borrow Forget all our troubles in these moments so few Oh, because right now the only thing All that we really gotta do Is have ourselves a heavenly day Lay here and watch the trees sway Oh, can't you see no other way No way, no way Heavenly day, heavenly day, heavenly day No one on my shoulders Got no clouds up above me, bringing me tears. I got nothing to tell you, I've got nothing more to say. Only I'm glad to be here with you on this heavenly, 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 heavenly day. Oh, all the trouble's gone. My name is Teresa Belden, and I'm honored to serve on your board of trustees. Welcome to Sunday morning services today. Um, our services are at 9.30 and 11.30. We live stream our 9.30 service, so we welcome all our live stream audience today. Watch our services anytime on demand or on our website or on YouTube. Today, uh, you are invited to a very special community meeting at 1 p.m., Big things are happening here at Unity Minneapolis this summer and fall, and we want to share the news with you. Join in person or via live stream. Keys to the Kingdom, our most popular prosperity class, begins this week with two opportunities, Tuesday evenings in person with Reverend Pat and Reverend Tony, 
and Wednesday mornings via Zoom with Karen Oni. Stop by the Garden Court for details and how to register. Wednesday afternoon at 3 p.m., meet at Calvary Lutheran in Golden Valley to help pack kid pack kid, um, bags. Want to know your heart's desire? Attend the Heart Card Workshop and let your heart lead, your spirit guide, and follow the beauty uh, in you to unfold. Uh, guest uh, June Dillinger will offer two in-person options, both on Monday, June 20th, 10 a.m. and 7 p.m. To participate, you will have to have a deck of heart cards, which will be available at the workshop. Are you a volunteer at Unity Minneapolis? If so, we would like to honor you at our volunteer appreciation dinner on Wednesday, June 22nd at 6 p.m. Register and pick up your free ticket in the bookstore uh, so we can get a head count. Enjoy gathering with your team and fellow volunteers. Be creative with your home is our topic um, of mind, mindful money matters this month. Come and get info on buying, selling, and renting, as well as how to make sure your home is energy efficient. Sunday, June 26th at 1 p.m. Details for upcoming events and activities are on our church website, Facebook, or weekly emails happening at Unity or Peak of the Week. You can also email or call the church office. Now, please join Reverend Pat in our opening prayer. Thank you. Join me in prayer. Sweet Holy Spirit within, we surrender again. We surrender again to this infinite, invisible presence within. And this morning, we are grateful that we know this presence within as love. Love that passes all human understanding. Grateful for that. Grateful that we know this presence within is peace, as joy. We're grateful that this presence within, known by many names, is a prospering presence. And we are grateful. We pray with all of those that have requested our prayers today. We are grateful, and so it's with this heart of gratitude that we say, thank you, God. Together, thank you, God. And again, thank you, God. And again, thank you, God. Let's applaud this day, okay? Let's stand for our opening song.
Yes, I am here to serve. Yes, I am here to be the love of God, my God. Oh, God, my God. Oh, God, my God. Thank you, and please be seated. Good morning. It's a joy to welcome you this morning. Thank you for choosing to spend part of your day with us. We also welcome those that are live streaming with us today. And we welcome, did you know that about 300 live stream with us each and every week, either in person, on our archives. So we certainly welcome you today as well. You know, unity is that open and welcoming, inclusive community, and one of our core values is that of welcoming. So today, if you feel that you are new, or you are new, we invite you to allow us to honor your presence here today. Just take your courage in your hand and raise your hand as I raise my hand. New, I feel like you're new. Thank you for the courage this morning. Thank you for the courage this morning. And if you're streaming with us and this is the first time or you feel that you're new, there's a way to make a contact with us and we can certainly reach out and connect with you this week. That packet of information you're receiving tells you a lot about Unity Minneapolis. Uh, and if you turn, fill out any part of that card and turn that into our office, we have a gift for you. The rose is a gift from our congregation so that we could easily recognize you and give you that one-on-one -on -one personal welcome. All of that's important, and yet one of the most important things, I believe, that I say on this platform each and every Sunday morning is this. And that is, my dear friends, wherever you are on your spiritual journey, wherever that may be, you are welcome here. We welcome you. We bless you. And we behold the living presence of the divine within you. Let's appreciate these marvelous guests that are here in person and online. Let us affirm together the vision for our community. The vision is in your order of service. May we affirm that together. Centered in spirit, we celebrate a world transformed by love, peace, and compassion. And the affirmation for this series, the June Affirmation, together, creativity is my natural state of being. I am immersed in endless possibilities. So let's just affirm that again silently and take that into our heart. Thank you. Thank you, God. And so it is. Amen. Now the reading of our daily word. We now move deeper into spirit with the reading of the daily word. You are invited to mentally add your prayers to our prayer box after the service, the prayer box is located in the garden court where you may add your written request. You may also, you may also submit an online prayer request via our website. Your prayers are prayed with by our prayer ministry for seven days, and then they are forwarded to Silent Unity where they are prayed with for an additional 30 days. The word for today is pray for others. In love and faith, I pray with you. 
I am honored to pray with others, and I am grateful when others support me in prayer. When praying hearts and minds are joined, the power of prayer is multiplied. My partners in prayer may be in the same room or far away. We may be close friends or strangers. The power of prayer transcends what mere words can express. So we need not speak the same language. We share the heart's language of love and faith. Although the appearance of sickness, a perception of lack or insufficiency or interpersonal discord may have prompted us to pray, we set those concerns aside as we say yes to wholeness, wholeness, abundance, and harmonizing love that are blessings in our lives and, and in every life. And then scripture tells us in 1819, again truly I tell you, if two of you agree on earth about anything you ask, it will be done for you by my Father in heaven. And the word for today is pray for others.
So I invite you to join me in meditation. Let us take a deep breath together. And as you exhale, know that it is indeed the breath of spirit breathing you. Begin to relax. Relax your shoulders. Relax your body. Relax your mind. And allow the chair to totally support you. And as we begin our meditation, I invite you to allow these words, perhaps to be the words of your heart today. Affirming that I have a strong and growing faith in God awakens me to my own creative abilities. Faith puts me in touch with infinite power for it links me with God and divine good. I do not simply wish for more faith. I increase the faith I have by using it. For my faith in God is strong. I recognize the good that is present in all situations and under all circumstances. And by using the power of my imagination, I see the possibilities of good unfolding in divine order. And by using the power of faith and imagination, I step forth to create and do what God within has called me to do. I have faith, all the faith I need to go and to meet my good. There's a place deep within the heart where all is still, all is quiet. And as I turn my thoughts from our things, I find that this place of stillness and quietness is accessible to me. It's just a thought away. And in this still and quiet place within, I know that there is a strength and faith to meet all I have to meet. And it is with this blessed assurance and with this understanding that I rest for a few moments in the stillness, the quiet, and the silence.
It's not using the power of faith and imagination. I step forth to create and to do what God within has called me to do. I am grateful. Today, we pray with those that have requested our prayers, represented by our prayer box, represented by the electronic mail, the cards and the letters that we have received in the mail. We hold each of these prayer requests in a consciousness of love, a consciousness of prayer, giving thanks in advance for answered prayer. We also hold our prayer chaplains, our prayer ministry, we hold them in our hearts as they continue to pray with Unity Minneapolis and to pray with us when so often we forget. So today we let go. We let go of, of all the busyness of the morning, the plans for the afternoon, and become present to each other, present to the divine. And we say together, thank you, God. Together. Thank you, God. And so it is. Amen. To a place behind the sun, just a step beyond the
Well, that's the lesson. <laughs> See you later. Shoo, doggies. Thank you. The interesting part of that is you can. You can. We're going to talk about that. And I must tell you, <laughs> we got these assignments, what, a month or so ago now, maybe even more than that, uh, around what the topic was for the day. And I thought, shh. Genesis, that's, that can't be that difficult. <laughs> oh, as I started preparing for this this week, really deep down preparing, I thought of something that Reverend Pat said last week. And I'm thinking maybe, maybe I should try to drag this over to Oak Street because I can spell that. I can't spell eucalyptus. And for those of you who weren't here last week, go watch the service and you'll catch the joke. <sighs> um... Seven steps for creative, for, in the creative process. Last week, Reverend Pat talked about um, the two Genesis stories. Genesis 1, Genesis 2. And Genesis 2 was actually Genesis 1. And Genesis 1 was actually Genesis 2. And who knows why. And there's a reason. And we'll be exploring all of that as we go through these next steps in this process. The first, the first we 
the first thing that happens in this process, though, is in the beginning, God. You could just stop there. In the beginning, God. And that's an important place for us to start all of this discussion. Because if I can remember this correctly, it's Brashith Elohim is how that's written in Hebrew. And there are all kinds of ways that you can interpret that. One of the ways is in principle, allness. Sort of like the, the start, starting statement. You could put a period there and that ends it. In, the, in principle, allness. So what that begins by telling us is this is not something that happened millennia ago and then ended. This is an ongoing, timeless process of creation. And it is based in the principle that all is oneness, allness. And it is in that place that we start, and then we step into that which, which was labeled God. Now, we're going to be talking a lot about words from me today, okay? God created, in the beginning God. So we put a label on that name because Elohim actually just means infinite deity, transcendent deity. And it was used um, often in that time period to represent that. We call that God. Cool. God created the heavens and the earth, and then there was light. And last week we learned beautifully that light is about consciousness. Just being conscious, aware. The earth became aware. It already existed, and I really appreciated that, Reverend Pat, because I hadn't thought about that before, but in order for it to become conscious, it already had to have existed. So God made it conscious. Made it conscious. Let me pick up the story, because we now have light and day and night. Let me tell you the next two days in 20 minutes. Okay, and God said, <laughs> let there be a firmament in the midst of the waters, and let it divide the waters from the waters. And now if that's clear to you, we can proceed. Got it. And God made the firmament and divided the waters which were under the firmament from the waters which were above the firmament. And it was so. And God called the firmament heaven. This is Butterworth's interpreted. What the firmament really was called was sky. Not heaven. Sky. There's a difference according to the originators here. And the more evening and the morning were the second day. And God said, let the waters under the heavens be gathered together in one place, and let the dry land appear. And it was so. And God called the dry land earth, and the gathering together of the waters called the he seas. And God saw that it was good. And God said, let the earth bring forth grass, the herbs yielding seed, and the fruit tree yielding fruit after its kind, whose seed is in itself upon the earth. 
And it was so. And the earth brought forth grass, and herb yielding seed after his kind, and the tree yielding fruit, whose seed was in itself after its kind. And God saw that it was good, and the evening and the morning were the third day. Busy two days for our friend God. <clears throat> so let's just, let's break that down a little bit. Let's break that down. Number one, what's a firmament? <laughs> you know, it's funny, as I was going through this and realizing I'm going to talk about firmament and dry land, I realized as a child, I thought they were the same thing. It was a long time before I realized that they weren't. The firmament was something different than the dry land. So then I had to look at what the firmament was. And according to, if you go back to the Hebrew, this rajia is the word, and it is a dome, it is a fixed thing attached to a flat surface, which was the land. All of the creation myths of the day or stories of the day started out with creating a dome. And then the gods went above the dome and everybody else stayed below the dome. And the gods started acting like humans. And then we all sort of just, it just sort of dissipated into that. The difference with Genesis 1 was that God did not, this, this God, this principle, did not create the dome to make the above the dome his living place. He didn't go live there until much, much later. And that was what we humans did to it. In this moment, he created it and it was all one thing. <laughs> Different type of creation process. Because it all was principle, God. The firmament was fixed. And I've, I've still struggled with why did that have to be the second step at the time it was written. I've worked with that one this week. Because firmament was the thing that defined the space. Because remember, dry land hadn't been started yet. It just divided the waters. Waters were chaotic thought or unrealized, unexpressed thought, at least metaphysically. The waters represent that. So when I put the firmament in there and I divide these unexpressed thoughts into two, have I not created duality? Hmm, I don't know that for sure. But what it says is that above the waters is the conscious. This is the metaphysics of this. Above the firmament, the waters that were there, the unexpressed thoughts, were of consciousness, though. How can you be conscious and unexpressed at the same time? But we'll work with that. The waters below the firmament were subconscious or unconscious thought. 
So above the water, there was consciousness. Above the firmament, there was conscious, consciousness. Below the firmament, there was unconscious consciousness. We have a duality here. Hmm. Okay, we've got a duality now. There is a distinction, and there is this firm, solid firmament that divides them. In metaphysical diction, excuse me, the metaphysical dictionary, Bible dictionary, there is discussion about what that means. The conscious and the subconscious, the divine and the human, but they're all in one thing, remember, in principle, oneness. So moving back and forth between that, bringing conscious into unconscious is actually tapping in from the unconscious to the conscious and bringing it forward. Why is that so important in the second step? Eric Butterworth tells us that firmament is faith. Now, when I say faith, where do you go? What follows that? Faith? What? Hope, okay. Faith? Oh, yes! Action. Action. But so often what we do is we say faith in. I have faith in God. I have faith in you know, what do you have faith in? I have faith in the chair that I sit in. Butterworth says that faith is not what we believe in. Faith is process, is action, is an activator, is an activator in our lives. So if I'm going to create I have to have something innate in me that activates thought and action. Now, what is my faith activating? And often, the what is activating is at the end of that faith in something. Because faith doesn't, we don't have a lack of faith. That was one of the other beautiful things he talked about. You can't have a lack of faith. You have faith all the time. I have faith that if I walk on this platform, I have faith in this platform that it will, and the construction that it won't fall and break my neck. Well, that's me falling, but you know what I'm talking about. <clears throat> what do we have faith in? What are you using that activator to activate? For so many of us, it could be I have faith in fear. Sounds a little strange, but if you wake up in the morning and you're afraid, where have you focused your action? 
What is it that you believe is going to happen? If somebody believes that there's going to be a rough day today, what happens? <laughs> their point of consciousness, their point of consciousness is on rough day. And boy, can we bring that forward because we are powerful activators. So why is it important to have this fixed point, this firmament that lets us know that there is a duality? And the point for us then is to bring that activator to focus on God, on principle, on the oneness, when we get up in the morning, when we can't quite figure out how we're going to pay the gas bill, whichever one you've got, what, where is the faith? Well, it's the activator and what the activator focuses on. Now, I still have a little trouble going from firmament to faith. I will tell you, I probably will not figure that one out exactly, but I don't care because it works. It works, and, and I can see the sense of it. I can see the sense of it. But faith is that thing that activates the unexpressed possibilities within big M mind, as we like to call it. Big mind, divine mind. We have enough faith. We are born with enough faith. Strength and power. What happens? Why don't we feel that at times? He uses a beautiful job of a rheostat. Our choices control the rheostat. We go back to trust and choice. First, trust the process that there is, the foundation that is principle, allness. I have, years ago, I bought some mugs. I'm not even sure where they came from. There was a series of them. Oh, the universe knows. Is that one of the guys? This one has been my favorite. The others have broken, <laughs> been misplaced, I don't know. But this one has carried me in one of days when I'm sitting down to get ready to drink my coffee in the morning. <clears throat> this one is the one I use because on this side, facing you, it says the universe knows. Hmm. I think that was day one. On this side, it says trust the process. Trust the process. What is the process? The process is God. God is both process and content. God is the flow, the action. God is also the content that is used, and we make the choices about which contact we're, which uh, content we're going to focus on. And that's the one that gets activated by our faith. So, pardon me while I can. This stuff is causes me to get dry. Mm. So the second, the third day, now we have the firmament. Now we have this thing we call faith. We are aware of 
that faculty, that tool, that innate knowing in us. And it is that. It's always there. So then what? Well, the, the third day, the third day is the dry land, the waters, the seas, and all the plants with their seeds. And I realized that the seed part was important. Okay? The dry land. The dry land came because God said, let's separate these unexpressed ideas and possibilities, the waters that were within and under the firmament. And we've already said that those tended to be those unconscious and subconscious thoughts and ideas. Let's separate those so that dry land can come up. What is dry land? Metaphysically. I mean, we know, we know why we need dry land if we're going to eventually create humankind, but what is it metaphysically? It's the mental image of formed thoughts, of the ability to see what is, can be as opposed to what is. That's important. Our ability to see what can be rather than what is. It's imaging from within ourselves. Within, not out. Not imaging what's already out there, but what's in here and bringing it forward. Hmm. How do we, how do we often image what we, because we, in unity, we're good at this. We do vision boards. We do meditations. We do these things. What do we usually vision for or image? How do we do that? What happens when I put it on a vision board? I've done a lot of vision boards. But where does the source come from? Where does the source of that come from? I'm sitting here going through magazines. Oh, yeah, that's good. I'll like that. Have we actually gone into what we already know is within us as who and what we want to be, do, say, think, exist as, and allow that to come forward. Because imaging is a power that we have, and our thought and our focus is what we bring forward, what we bring into form. One of the biggest misuses of our imaging faculty. You want to take a guess of what that is? No? Money? Judgments? Worry. Worry. According to Eric Butterworth, <laughs> one of the biggest misuses of this idea of imaging creating is our worrying. That goes back to our faith or what we call lack of. What do we have faith in? All the bad things that are going to happen. The world is not a friendly place. Worry about what I'm going to say to Reverend Pat this morning. 
what I'm going to say to my son tomorrow. What am I going to, you know, all of that worrying is imaging. So the question then becomes, if we're in this creative process and we're using it as it was used in that tablet, in that, in that template, it's focused back on God. Focus back on that oneness, that allness that we know we are. When we can do that, the, the imaging, the thing that comes out of us, the energy, the thought energy, the feeling energy, vibrates at a higher level. Because God is a higher level vibration. It reaches us up past that firmament into that divine mind process. That's why when we talk about the process in unity, it's about centering into God, reaching into that vibration and bringing that into below the firmament and bringing it into dry land. The seas are still there. Remember, water is still that unexpressed. The seas still surround us. But on the dry land, there is within the dry land the power to create, to bring forward things that have seeds. And from a seed comes a new tree. From the seed comes a new apple. Without the seed, there is no continued propagation. So those seeds were important in, in that step. Two and three was to, to bring forward within us, from us, within, that which can propagate itself. Ideas, feelings, That's what the process is about. It is the creative process. Now we're going to find out what happens after we bring them forward and what happens next. But it's important for us to focus and choose. Focus, choose, and trust the process even when you don't know where the process is going. If I can come back to God. He, Butterworth does a, a, has a really nice um, story about our, our um, articulation about when we hear, I grew up Baptist, and it was always, let's go back to God. That meant, in many ways, that meant back to the way it always was. You know? Going back to the old God? Maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe what it means is going back into our own awareness of the God within and the connection to us. Sometimes we unity folks always go to the God within because we were never allowed to go to the God within when we were growing up, if we didn't grow up unity. But we sometimes forget that there's God everywhere. We can start from here and go out. 
But you can't forget the God out there because we are co-creating with the God out there. So, creative process. First, there is awareness. And then there is the activator called faith. That which we focus and choose. And then there is the ability to imagine, to image the world as we see it. When we are connected to the divine, which already has the plan. It's a powerful process. And it's important that we remember to trust it. That we remember to hold the faith in the principle that is oneness. Let's create an amazing world. of the answers look for God in life on distant planets have your faith in the ever after while each of us holds inside the way to the labyrinth heaven's here on earth earthly and our unfaltering belief. 
Thank you, Rachel. Thank you, Lori. Thank you, Van. Wonderful. Thank you. Reverend Tony, thank you for a wonderful, thought-provoking lesson today. It was very nice. Thank you. I love the metaphysics. Thank you. I'm going to invite our ushers to come forward as we prepare to receive our tithes and our gifts and our offerings. And there's many ways to donate. You can donate online. You can go to unitominneapolis.org, donate. You can scan the, scan the QR code on your bulletin or there, uh, there's a card in the pew. And you can just mail in a check as well. It's really easy. So let's just take a moment and bless our tithes and our gifts and our offerings. Let's affirm together our church offertory blessing found in your order of service. Together, divine love flowing through me blesses and multiplies all that I give, all that I receive, 
and all that I am. Now silently. Thank you, God. Amen. Let's take a moment as we bless these gifts. We bless all the gifts that's been received in the mail this week. We bless the gifts that's received because of the consistent giving program, the unexpected income program. We're grateful, grateful. And we send these gifts forth to fulfill our vision and our mission of a transformed world. Thank you. Thank you, God. And so it is, and so we let it be. Amen. On duty, Unity Prayer Chaplains, we invite you to stand. These individuals arrived early. They held sacred space in the sanctuary, and they're here to hold that sacred space with you and to pray with you this morning. So if you have a prayer request, by all means, seek out a Unity Prayer Chaplain. Thank you for your service. This coming Tuesday night, I'm excited. We begin Keys to the Kingdom. It's our most popular prosperity course here. It is a life-changing course. And then on Wednesday morning, it's offered virtually as well. Many of you, I look around and I see you. I know who's graduated pretty much from this course. Many of you have. And so we have two people that's going to give a testimony about being a student and what it's meant to them. And that's Jay Joyner and his wife, Ruth Elaine Hain. Good morning. I took the keys to the class because of stuck clutter in our home. Well, Go ahead. My name's Jay. Um, my wife Ruth Elaine and I became members at Unity a few years ago, soon after we began attending. We were welcomed here with open hearts and we knew we'd found our spiritual home. We took the course Keys to the Kingdom fairly soon after we became members and it was a great experience. We get, each week we got to discuss these ideas with the ministers and with other members. It helped to hear other perspectives of others as we studied these truths. It was a new concept to me to live in gratitude consciousness. The kingdom of Je that Jesus promised is present. We can embrace it or not. The universe is abundant and as the song says, there is more than enough. Through reading discussions and exercises, we learned how to more readily accept life's blessings and see difficulties as opportunities to grow and learn. 
A premise of Unity Teaching and of this program is that our generosity will increase our own joy and happiness. Good will return in some form. The supply of good is without limit. I am so glad that with the lessons and music in this sacred place, and with this and other programs, my perspective, and <laughs> my, my perspective has changed. Uh, on a lighter note, uh, gaining skill in any endeavor, like a hobby or sport, requires some lessons and practice. If you want to be skilled in music, you would take lessons. If you wanted to become skilled in a sport such as golf, tennis, or my favorite sport of bowling, you would also take lessons. Ruth Elaine, would you like to continue? Yes, as I said earlier, I took the keys class because of stuck clutter in our home and in our lives. Can any of you relate? <laughs> if you're viewing from home our wonderful online community, can you relate? Look around your room there where you're sitting, or if you're outside and near the garage, take a look. Too much stuff. Jay and I have been married nearly 36 years. As we took classes at Unity, we asked, where's the advanced program for change. David Owen Ritz, author of Kings to the, Keys to the Kingdom, proposes making room for the new and letting go of the past. Applying this vision was a giant step forward. Now we feel more joy, abundance, and love in our lives. Decluttering spiritual beliefs is parallel to clearing out things that no longer serve us. We learned about the changes we could make and practice the unity principles, including principle number five. Thoughts are through our thoughts, words, and actions, we live the truth we know. Can we all say that? Through our thoughts, words, and actions, we live the truth we know. We've made progress in letting go of the past and making room for the new. Our car is parked in the garage. <laughs> Most of our closets are cleared of clutter and old clothes we're not wearing. And we're working on our memory boxes, you know, those boxes with films and pictures and stuff in the basement. With awareness, commitment, and a change of perspective, we're understanding how to live in the flow and to live more abundantly. We cheerfully share with others our talent, time, and treasure, and gratefully receive the blessings flowing to us. I believe that Keys to the Kingdom was the most challenging and yet the most rewarding of my spiritual growth. According to Eric Butterworth, if you can conceive the desired change, believe in the possibility, and then achieve the results, you will be amazed. Conceive, believe, and achieve. If, if you can conceive of a greater spiritual connection and believe in that possibility, you are ready to live in the flow, make the commitment, make room for the new, let go of the past, count the blessings, build a new awareness, and hold the vision. Blessings.
Thank you. Thank you very much. I needed that lesson this morning, didn't you? Oh, my goodness. Thank you so much. And, you know, the good news, especially on Tuesday night, Reverend Tony and I will be teaching this course together. We'll be facilitating it together. I promise you'll have fun with it. If you have any questions about it, I'm going to be out at the table this morning, and I'll be there to answer any questions you might have for Keys to the Kingdom. We do need you to sign up ahead of time and so, so we know how many to expect. Oh, my goodness, I hear children out there, and isn't it wonderful to hear them and see them? Let's bring them in, okay? Let's stand and bring them in. We are walking in the light, in the light, in the light. We are walking in the light, in the light of God. In the light, in the light, in the light, in the light. In the light, in the light, in the light of God. Oh, great to see you all. We had a wonderful time in youth and family. We are doing a new series about being a dreamer and making our dreams come true. So we did self-portraits up there. And I wanted to let you all know that for summer, just for summer, we are going to just keep the young emerging spirits, so that's the preschool, the fifth grade class, going at 11.30. So we're going to keep the nursery open at both services, but we're going to pause our Zoom class at 9, as well as our 9.30 class, uh, because we know you are all out there doing fabulous things. (laughs) So it'll be uh, just, we'll still keep the youth programming, and then we have our teens meeting also at 11.30. So if you have any questions, give me a shout. Thanks, everyone. Thank you. City, let's appreciate our volunteers. A quick reminder also at 1 o'clock today is a community meeting. A community, I didn't say town hall. I said a community meeting. And it's a, a meeting with a twist. So you want to be here in person if you possibly can. And if not, live stream with us at 1 o'clock today. Also, just a reminder... But tomorrow evening at Brookview Park at 7 p.m., come to a concert. It's free, therefore I'm paying your way in. Come on over and let's, do, let's dance together. Let's listen to music together. It's at Golden Valley Brookview Concert, 7 p.m. I'm looking forward to that. Reverend Tony, would you, are you already on the platform? I I Thank you. Up. Thank you so much. Let us know together our prayer for protection and our peace song. Together we know that the light of God surrounds us. The love of God enfolds us. I am love. The power of God protects us. I am power. The presence of God watches over us. I am presence. Wherever we are, God is. I am divine and all is well.
believe, I really do believe there's a heaven somewhere. 